your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie, and welcome to this Transitional Tuesday. Yay! It is. Happy Summer Solstice, everybody. Yes. And thank you to Sarge for coming up with the word transitional. (laughs) We were were stumped today. We were. We were hashing over some T words, and that one came out, and yay! It is a transition in many different ways. Um, For us here in Minnesota, it's kind of a transition between while yesterday was, you know, dangerously hot and humid and today is just more like a nice summer day so it is and but we know it's the summer solstice that's the transition from you know we're in the summer now it is it's summertime and officially now summertime we have our unofficial start i think a lot of people do it's memorial weekend right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but this is the official kickoff to the summer season and Mm -hmm. Yeah, I you know, it's interesting because we had here in our state, and I think a lot of places in the country, it's been beastly hot. And uh, so it's, you know, that kind of in like a lion, yeah. maybe out like a lamb, we'll see. You know, it's different for uh, summer. I know that's not the, the term for summer, but that's kind of how it felt. You know, mm-hmm. here we are right on the on the cusp of summer and just boom, we get hit with this 100 degree temperatures and oh, oh my, my goodness, and summer well, is really announcing itself. For sure, because, you know, this year it's been actually pretty cool up until, was it last week we had one hot day too, but then it, and then it went back down and then all of a sudden, ooh, here comes the hot. You know, we say that too, like in September when it cools down, all suddenly it's like not 80 anymore. It's like 70. It's like, it just, boom, you know, so kind of like that, but yeah, so Summer solstice. What did you did you do anything to mark the day, Heidi? Well, I did yesterday. So mm-hmm. I had and I because I couldn't today because of the radio show, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I had a uh, summer solstice ceremony last night at the studio. And mm-hmm. what it was, what we called it, was a shamanic tea ceremony. And so what we did was I had this special blend of tea made. Uh, Cindy is in the chat room. Hey, Cindy. Uh, she hooked me up with the Green Witch from 
uh, Wisconsin that she knows that does herbal blends and mm-hmm. all natural, organic, wonderful blends. And she asked if she would make something for me to have at the studio that would be stimulating the sixth chakra, the mind's eye, to open mm-hmm. up uh, intuitive channels. Mm-hmm. And so she made this specialty blend and we added. So I have, um, of course, you know, we have bees at our house here, Tim and yeah. I have bees. And so we t- I took some of the honey and did a mixture of this tea with the honey because honey is a fantastic way to honor uh, the summer solstice mm-hmm. and to uh, work with one of the, the, you know, natural elements, I guess, um, that the summer brings. It's a very, um, honey is a very, I'm <laughs> losing my word here, but it's it's just a wonderful. <laughs> A wonderful substance that, you know, really does connect with the sun and the summertime energy. And um, it's so combining these two things and creating a tea. We did a ceremony last night for a guided meditation um, and drinking this tea beforehand to really allow people to open up their intuitive self to connect with any of the beings that would like or that did join us at the studio. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think we had, there was, I don't know, 10 or 11 of us there. And it was so interesting because while I'm, you know, I'm walking people through this initial uh, journey and, you know, people had drank their tea and I could feel like the energy swirling. It's a, it's a bummer. I can't do this stuff outside, you know, mm-hmm. at the studio. I like to do things at the studio because it feels more official, but then we don't have outdoor space. Right. But it was so hot anyway, we would have probably. Oh, melted. yeah. You yeah. So at least we were inside. But I could feel the energy swirling, right, as we're beginning this ceremony, this journey. And we, you know, we do this journey and then I kind of send them off to explore, you know, during the the guided meditation. And then I'll go around at that point and do some one-on-one Reiki with each person, some smudging and some um, work with the singing bowls. And we get done. I welcome everybody back. I walk them back, you know, through the guided meditation to come back into present time and, and this reality. And I mean, it took a long time for people to fully come back into their bodies. It was mind-blowing. I've never seen anything quite like that at mm-hmm. one of the group meditations that I've done. So this tea and everybody, as soon as one person said it, everybody was like, yes, oh my gosh, that happened to me. And everybody was having these really kind of interesting and profound experiences that wasn't typical. I mean, a lot of the people that were there, I seen often during my Mm -hmm. meditations and everybody was blown away and really altered Mm -hmm. and there's nothing in the tea it's just regular you know it's just a combination of herbs and and Mm -hmm. flowers that you'd find you know anywhere um i don't know the exact mix of it but um nothing mood altering in a way of being (laughs) some kind of drug or anything like that so but it's just such a powerful mix. And then with this honey, and then you come into this sacred space and you set your intentions and you have, you know, someone that can, you know, hold this space so you can really kind of trust and open up. It was, it was wild. It was yeah. really wild. And yeah, Cindy in the chat room said it was awesome. And it was, it, it was just um, really intense. And afterwards, I mean, people really had to, make sure they were okay to drive home because mm-hmm. they were still a little bit altered just from this meditation journey. And 
what was interesting too is as I go around and work with each person individually, you know, I get some images or things that pop in, you know, and sometimes I have no, well, most of the time I don't know what it means. I just tell people when I'm done, I'm like, oh, here's what I saw for you. Here's what I saw for you. And a lot of the people that were in the group had the same or similar visions to what I saw with each person because I'd say, oh, this is what I saw for you. And they were like, wow, are you kidding me? This is what I saw. And it was very, very similar. And so that was kind of cool that we were together on this journey. Mm -hmm. You know, each one of us, we were really uh, having Mm -hmm. the same kind of experience. And it was really cool. And people at the end were like, when are you doing this again? (laughs) So um, it was really fun. It was really neat. And I'm excited to do another one because it really did bring so many elements together to create a, a really uh, profound experience that I think uh, it, everybody seemed to really enjoy it and was, I think, a little bit shocked. You know, they mm-hmm. were surprised or uh, still kind of wondering what just happened even when mm-hmm. they were leaving. So mm-hmm. um, it cool. was funny. Tim Tim was there, of course, and he, you know, he does the meditations with me all the time and he really enjoys them, uh, but he he said he was so gone when he was doing his journey that when he he was kind of startled back at one point, and he looked around and had no idea that he even how he even got there. He had no recollection of coming with me. Oh. I drove. Oh. I drove us because he got home from work. And he was kind of tired, so I said, "Well, I'll drive down," and he had no recollection of coming there. He had no recollection of anything happening before we started. Mm-hmm. He was so out of it. He had no idea where he was and how he mm-hmm. got there. Um, even though he knew a lot of the people there were there, he had no idea who they were. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was that big for some people there. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So it totally was really awesome. I love it. it I really, saw you're doing this again. I saw it. Did you send up? No, some message on Facebook today that I saw. Yep. Yep, I'm doing another one. I'm gonna. Ch- I'm trying to do these group meditations for the quarter festivals and then the cross quarter festivals. Mm-hmm. So the next festival is Lugnasa, which is August second, which is also again a Tuesday. <laughs> so I'm, I'm having a Monday. See if I can. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can come that day. That would be super fun. But yeah, yeah. It, it was it was crazy, crazy cool. It just crazy cool. really really expanded people and even, you know, broke some people open in a really uh, spiritual way, which it was. That's always a good thing. That's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. So that's what I did yesterday anyway. Not done yet, but no. some of it will have to happen after the, after the show tonight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Yep. And yeah, for me, I went to the, um, stopped in a, in the woods this morning on the way to work and it was just beautiful it you know it was super humid this morning though I gotta say holy mama it was like that air was so heavy you know you almost had a hard time breathing Um, it's so much rain last night oh my gosh I know and I went up to where the owls are you know because I thought what a more perfect way to welcome in summer than being with mama and papa and, and babies they're kind of flying all over now so it's hard to spot them all but I went up there and yeah, I did see mama and a couple of the babies, but yeah, it was just like, it was, ma- it was magical up there, you know, and I've often said this time of year, there's just so much energy in the air. It's like, it just crackles, you know, 
And the same was this morning, especially because the sun had just risen, you know, not too long before that. And yeah, those owls, they were like, almost like, oh yeah, something's happening here. You know, what is going on? And um, yeah, it was super fun. I didn't see all of them. Um, I, I didn't spot Papa and I didn't spot one of the babies, but um, it was, it was, it was fantastic. What a great way to start the day. Well, I always say this because I always try to stop there on the way to work. Some days it doesn't quite make it, but I almost always do. But spent a few more minutes up there anyway and just kind of just hung, you know, and it was, oh, what a good, what a good thing to do on the summer solstice. You know, that's, it just puts you in such a good mood, right? It's mm-hmm. all that nature energy and mama earth and, um, you know, just fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that is, uh, it's kind of a nice ritual to do mm-hmm. for the summer solstice is mm-hmm. to witness the sunrise and mm-hmm. the sunset all in one yeah. day. I know. Because I was thinking- you're, yeah, you're really bookending that longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. I'll, yeah. And although I didn't really see the sunrise, I was awake, you know, I saw the, mm-hmm. you know, it. And, um, and so I do think after the show tonight, because I think it sets like somewhere in between 9 and 9.30, right? I'm going to run out there and see if I can watch it set because I think that's awesome, you know. So I'm looking I went to right work now. in my, you know. Yeah, officially 9.06. 9.06. So we got a book. But we'll have lights <laughs> past that. But yeah, we'll have six minutes after we're done to boogie on outside and yeah, just kind of watch it. At least, you know, might not be able to see the sun, but we'll watch the, you know get darker um i can't see the sun from my yard anyway i don't know if you can maybe we can boogie down to the hill here because then we should be able to see it but um yeah yeah, so that's always a fabulous thing and i know after dinner we went we took melly up there because casey hadn't been up to see the owls for a while and and they are dispersing right so it won't be long and it'll take a lot of searching to find any one of them you know they're going to be around for a while but we only saw one tonight. So, and mama, you know, so anyway, it's hard to say goodbye, but it's fabulous that they're all happy and healthy. And I've seen every one of them fly and they seem to be doing just fantastic, you know? So in this year of the bird flu, I think that's really something, you know? Yep. And for all the things that happened at that uh, DNR nest this year, wow, my owls have had it really good, you know? So yeah, that's been like watching a little it's soap like, opera. Oh it is a soap opera. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the eagle's <laughs> nest cam. <laughs> but you know what? But the baby's doing great. She's she's flying around and she's branching and wow, won't be long till she's gone too, you know? Yep. yep. So but that's the, the cycle that we're in. It's a cycle it of growth yep. and exploration and mm-hmm. trying new things mm-hmm. and taking risks. You know, you have yes. that security of the sun right this is the Mm -hmm. the season of the light shining and so it really does give you a little bit more courage right I think in this season and so you know it is a time of risk taking because you you know it's hard to take risks when you can't see where you're going and what you're doing if it's totally dark so (laughs) winter doesn't feel like a really big risk taking time but Mm -hmm. you've got summer which Mm -hmm. everything is light and bright and uh you know the yeah. earth is lit up and people are lit up because we love, especially in climates where it gets really cold and we mm-hmm. hibernate, 
literally hibernates, you know, inside for so long that people are lit up from the inside out as well. And so Mm -hmm. it really is a time where people are throwing a little bit more caution to the wind, hopefully in a responsible way, right? but willing to take a little bit more risk and try new things and celebrate in different ways. And so that's one of the the fun things that this kind of uh, season and this solstice can can help Mm -hmm. us out with. And now in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't know if we have any listeners at all from down there, but it's the winter solstice down it there. Is. So the flip side, shortest you know, day. so it's the longest day for us and the shortest day for them. <laughs> yep. The longest night, I should say. Longest night and shortest day. Yep. Yeah. And so, and it's one of those things too, that, you know, it, it brings hope. Um, if you're not like, I, I love the, the winter solstice as well, because mm-hmm. it's so, it's magical in a different way. This, it is. There's so much energy and bright mm-hmm light right now mm-hmm. but that dark and the mystery and the cocoon and mm-hmm. the quiet is magical mm-hmm. in a totally different way yes and so i, I love that this brings so much balance and mm-hmm. promise mm-hmm. you know that we're going to have uh, the exact opposite of this once again you mm-hmm. know six yeah. months from now yeah. and we have this beautiful time of transition in between so mm-hmm. it's really it's really wonderful mm-hmm. to have these these amazingly big, strong moments that you know you can celebrate in a whole bunch of ways. And we'll talk about more today on yeah. what we can do yeah. to celebrate the summer solstice. And um, sure. and then you'll, you know, we start working towards the next, you know, the, the quarter festival, right. uh, which will be a season of balance. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. And then the autumnal equinox happens, you know, shortly after that, right? So that happens in September and then it's the winter solstice and it goes on and on and on, you know? So, but yeah, so it's all about life today. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, wow, what would you do? I don't think I could live in the really Northern climes, you know, like up in, up in that Northern part of Alaska and the Northern part of Norway where the sun is, I mean, literally it's out all day, right? I don't know that it ever sets, does it? I mean, I think that would really be hard to deal with. I think it would take some getting used to. Oh my God. If you're used to it, I don't think it'd be hard to deal with. If you, you know, grew up there or oh, yeah. your energy is aligned with something like that. Because it would be the opposite then. Yeah. Well, know, the, and in the winter, then it's dark, right? Right. I mean. But most of the time is dark. Wow. Wow. I think it would be hard to get used to either one i can't imagine trying to sleep in the middle of the day for example i mean you'd have to have how would i don't think i don't it'd be hard to sleep just well i think they do a lot with like blackout curtains and they must probably eye masks and stuff like they that must. i mean heck, i sleep with an eye mask now do <laughs> you oh i do mm-hmm. oh yeah i do yeah. only be, especially in the summertime oh my goodness uh, because there's a window that normally does not get sun. It's on the north side of the house, but I will get beamed in the face oh, this the- time of year with the sun clear mm-hmm. in the face, in the eyes. So if I don't have my eye mask on, I'm in trouble at, you know, about six something in the morning or maybe even earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also Tim gets up really early. And so he turns lights on and things. And oh, like, sure. I'm not, if I'm not feeling the, the, Desire to get out of of that and want to be up at the same time. (laughs) I better be wearing my eye mask. (laughs) So, yeah. It's one thing to be woken up. It's another thing to be woken up with a lot of light. Mm Because it's hard for me to fall back asleep if I've been exposed to, like, light. light, Oh, yeah. A lot of it. Sunshine, table lamps, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like, well, 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to fall back asleep after this if I'm just really immersed in it. So I'm asking well, my friend. Yeah. I mean, you know, even at night, if I wake up and, you know, I have to use the bathroom or something, I don't turn on any lights because if I do, I probably won't go back to sleep. You know, it's like it's got to be dark, you know. Well, and that, that kind of goes with our what we're talking about here with the summer mm-hmm. solstice is, mm-hmm. you know, we, this light is, you know, everything is alive. Everything mm-hmm. is awake, you know, wide awake with this bright light. And it is hard to, I think for some people, probably not everybody, but it's hard to sleep, you know, or go back yeah. to sleep maybe when you've had this exposure to some really bright light. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure... Or I'm guessing, if it was me, I would have to have blackout curtains and eye masks for oh, sleep if I was sleep up there. living in a place that it was light all the time. And then if or, and then if we lived there in the wintertime, I think we'd probably be sleeping 24-7. <laughs> you know, I mean. I'd probably, gosh. yeah, I'd probably be sleeping. More, just knowing how I am with winter here. Yeah. I would be in, <laughs> I'd be doing a little bit more sleeping than normal. But Yeah. Ready to go it, to you know, if it depends on what you, you know, if you get used to it. You know, and some people that totally lines up with their rhythms, their natural rhythms. Right. And then that would yeah. work well for them. And that's great. Yeah. It sure would be because hard Because people you know. live there. And yeah. That, they, I'm sure many people enjoy it or find their, their patterns in it. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, unbelievable. Unbelievable to think about it, I think, you know. But yeah, yeah not, not living in it, I think it's pretty fantastic. I don't you, know. I don't know how I would fare in it, but I think it's interesting. Well, yeah, because you could go outside at two in the morning and it's as light as it is at, you know, seven in the morning, you know. Crazy. It's crazy to think about. And yeah, then I think it would be a little disorienting oh, yeah. at first. I think I don't, I don't think even if you live there, it probably isn't. You know, I I once read something about Norway, though, that they, you know, they celebrate winter, which is what I try to do, too. But because it's so much darker there than it is here. I mean, I don't think it's dark 24-7, you know, out there. But they have a lot more darkness than we have because they're further north. And, you know, they just learn to do things in the dark. You know, they do all kinds of stuff in the dark. So it doesn't. Well, as we do. I mean, you get home from work at 430 and it's dark. Right. Uh, Anything you're going to do for the rest of the evening, it's going to be dark. So yep. get <laughs> you know, used you just, to it. Yeah. You get used to it and you figure out how to make it work. And mm-hmm. I think it'd be weird if it, I don't know if it's dark at, you know, 11 in the morning, two in the afternoon. It might be, I, I get, I don't know that much yeah. about it, but yeah, that I would be kind it, of, that would be just, yeah. interesting. You definitely need to have a watch or your phone handy. So you'd know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Cause I could imagine I would get twisted around and think, Oh, it's this time. And it's not even close. Right. So, it's time to go to bed now, and it's like three in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so getting a little off the rails here. But, yeah, so summer solstice, yeah, what a magical time. And it's a time of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of energy around. There's, a lot, there's also a lot of magic, I think. You know, they say the fairies, this is the time of the fairies. And they say that the, um, the veil between our world and the fairy world is very thin right now. So you should go out and dance with the fairies. That's what I've been reading, mm-hmm. which is Any awesome. kind of dance or movement outside is mm-hmm. ideal right now. Mm-hmm. If you are so inclined, you know, that you want to go outside. And even just some people might be rolling their eyes right now thinking, I'm not right? going outside to dance. Are you crazy? <laughs> okay, fine. So maybe stand outside yeah. or sit, grab your camping chair, go sit outside and just maybe sway back and forth or something or just, yeah. you know, 
I don't know, something just to get yourself moving outside. Uh, it's really windy here, so you can just mm-hmm. pretend you're caught in the wind and just sway around. Sway around. And nobody probably know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, it's it's a cool thing. I know when I'm up, if I'm if I'm alone up with the owls, a lot of times I do some kind of crazy things up there. <laughs> Even when people are there, <laughs> they probably look at me. They already call me the owl lady, you know. So they probably say that crazy old owl lady. <laughs> But um, who cares? It feels good. Hey, it feels good. Try it. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. So I think everybody listening to the show tonight should go outside, even you know, and move around, even if you don't want to dance. Hey, you know what? That's okay. Just move. Just move somehow, and not just like walking. Check, like you know, just move your arms and sway your hips and move your head, and you know, it's all good. Imagine you're listening to a, a band. <laughs> and just go with the flow or bring some music outside yeah you could do that too yeah that would probably attract a lot of different little creatures you know good so and it feels good to boot you know so and i always say the nature spirits are always listening you know so you know maybe talk to them a little bit while you're out there i always think it's amazing how they answer every time you know um Another thing, you know, people say that, well, this time of year, oh, you need to set new intentions. You know, it's kind of like this is the second half of the year and it really doesn't happen June 1st. It really happens with the summer solstice. And that, you know, if your intentions didn't got us, you know, ran amok the first half, this is your time to try it again, you know. Mm -hmm. But they also say it's also the time to give yourself permission to slow down and just relax and it's summer. What it, what do we think about summer? It's sitting on the beach with our toes in the sand at the lake, right? Or sitting in a hammock and just reveling in, in nature, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was so you, definitely doing that on uh, Saturday. I think it was Saturday, right? Yeah. It wasn't hot yet. Mm-hmm. I was definitely laying in the hammock Saturday. Yep. yep there After is, I got all my work done, I had tons to do. You just, you have to. And I mean, even yesterday when I was home, I went to the I went to the park and walked and then I ended up on the, they have a dock out there and I just hung my legs over, over the dock with my feet in the water and it was just bad. It was hot. So it was fabulous. And I just sat there for the longest time and it was just the most amazing feeling, you know, um, do it, do that, go swimming. I haven't been swimming at this year because I think the water is still pretty cold. You know, I it's been slow to warm up this year mm-hmm, <laughs> because mm-hmm. of our our cooler yeah. spring. Yeah, I yeah, I was gonna go to the lake house this weekend, and but the purpose being was to swim and just to hang out in the lake. And I thought, oh, before I go out there, I'm gonna go put my toes in Silver Lake and see because if that's warm, our lake should be pretty warm, pretty similar. And I tell you what, Silver Lake was still pretty cold, and it was one of those days where the wind was super crazy and I'm like okay not going there today because I don't think we'll be able to get in the water and it's so windy that we couldn't even take out the little paddle boat you know that I fell off of (laughs) so we didn't go but yeah I think you need to give yourself permission to go put your toes in the sand and just hang you know there's nothing better than that I don't think you know yeah one of the things too it's really just about 
because of the season, it's just about being outside mm-hmm. and, you know, soaking up the energy of, you know, because it's really, it's very strong. You know, the mm-hmm. sun energy is very strong. Oh, absolutely. It helps us feel strong. I mean, be safe, wear your sunscreen, all that stuff. But, you know, it really does help you feel um, just stronger and like you have more energy and vibrance and mm-hmm. feel just life. And mm-hmm. so just being outside, not necessarily working or doing something. I think a lot of people feel like they have to be productive. Right. So like you're saying, just relaxing when you have a chance, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. might work outside and then try and take a break, you know, and yeah. enjoy it instead of just being work, you know, instead of just working in it. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I did an awful lot of uh, work in my yard this last weekend too and yeah wow there's just nothing better than to take a take a break and just sit go you know just hang out in the backyard and stare up at the sky for a while you know mm-hmm. you have a lake nearby or something go put your toes in the sky. I I really like to do that honestly you know that's like one of my favorite things you know I can't wait to be out on the island in August so every day I can just go put my toes in the sand <laughs> and wait for those whales but um yeah it's just such an you just get so much energy, you know, all the energy that's been taken away from you. Now's the time to bring it back, rein it in. Um, and self-care is also very important right now. And give yourself, you know, go get that manicure, pedicure, take some time and polish those nails, you know, that you wouldn't normally do, you know? So just do that. Take a nice bath, you know, it is 30 minutes. Um, past the hour so we need to go to commercial break this is the gathering radio show on the para x radio network in order for the light to shine so brightly the darkness must be present tune in every monday at 10 o'clock the dark sun rising on the para x radio network Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Listening to Para X. 
Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about the summer solstice tonight. We've shared with you all some of our uh, traditions or favorite things to do on the summer solstice. If anybody has anything that they like to do in the chat room, go ahead and share with us. Even if you wouldn't call it exactly a ritual or something, but maybe just one of your summertime enjoyments, things that you like to do in the summer, go ahead and share it with us in the chat room and we can share it on the air here. Uh, One of the things that I like to do, and we've talked about this as well, is getting out in the garden. This is the Mm -hmm. season of growing. And Mm -hmm. um, so it is definitely nice to be able to get out in the garden and watch something grow, cultivate it. But also one of the things that we, um, we did in the spring equinox, and I'm sure we talked about this back in March, is, you know, we emerged from the cave of winter. Mm-hmm. And so we reveal to the world maybe something that we've been working on or that we wanted to, to begin. You know, we, we let go of some stuff through the winter. We emerge from the cave into spring and say, hey, here's something new that I'm bringing to the world. And then we get to the summer solstice. And really, it's the time of cultivating that and growing that. So instead of just flinging yourself out the door of the spring equinox and saying, hey, (laughs) here I am. Uh, But, you know, we get to this point where, okay, is there more I could do with this? You know, so if there's something that you're working on for yourself uh, that you would like to grow or develop, this is a really good time to think about what else can I do with that? If there's Mm -hmm. something that you're working on, an inner thing or an external thing in your life, this is a good time for growth. And so thinking about how can I take this further if that's something you want to do. Clearly, you don't have to do that. But, you know, it's almost we talked about setting uh, summer resolutions, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. because we have the, the New Year's resolution. Well, summer gives us kind of that halfway point of, you know, how am I doing? And mm-hmm. so that fits in with the the spring equinox, you know, where mm-hmm. we have this new, lots of new creations, new births. And summer is okay. You know, we talked about the eagles and the owls, you know, how they're getting to a point where, you know, some changes are going to need to happen. And now mm-hmm. we have to adjust. And so the same thing with us. If you're working on something in your own life, hey, I've gotten to this point. Now I need to shift. Something mm-hmm. needs to change so that it can continue to grow. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you think of putting I had um, I worked on my garden last week and this year we added raised beds we Mm -hmm. have this huge fenced area it did not help with the bunnies they ate my garden twice last year and I was Mm -hmm. mad so I stopped I didn't do any (laughs) garden I'm like forget it no garden no garden this year and um, so this year we rehomed the rabbits that we were able to live trap and then we put in raised beds in the fenced in area and so I was working on my garden and I started a lot of stuff. You can only you can only do so many inside, right? So these little pots. Mm-hmm. And you get to the point where you better replant them or they're not going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where we are. It's my point I'm getting to here. With, you know, that spring energy of this planting, this new, here's what I'm I'm starting. And then you get to a point where you kind of outgrow the pot, right? You outgrow the planter and you go, oh. I got to figure out where I'm, what I'm going to do with this or it's not going to make it. And sometimes maybe that's all you wanted was just something to get started and see if you could do it. And great, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But do you want to continue it? Like, wow, this is really working. I wonder what else I could do. So then you have to re repot or replant or refocus or shift or make some changes so that that growth can continue to happen. 
And so this is the time of year, especially with the light shining on everything. Yeah. You know, everything has so much more clarity and mm. because we can see so much further with this light energy. And so uh, it gives us an opportunity to really check in with what we've been working on so far this year. Is it going in a direction we're happy with? Is it starting to uh, kind of shrivel up because it's running out of room in its little pots that need to be replanted so it has more room for growth? So anyway, some things to think about if you've really been working internally or on your own time of, you know, with something in your life that you want to keep expanding. You might need to do a little, a little change up, a little course mm-hmm. correction so that that growth can continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree for sure. You know, and spending time in the garden is always fabulous. Um, I know I was out in my front garden. I've been working on that hill in the backyard. I keep out <laughs> and it looks beautiful, actually. I just have to mulch it. But um, so my front garden has been lacking and because the trees have gotten so big out there, a lot of my cone flowers are dying out because they're not getting enough sun, right? But it was such a weedy thing. Oh my God, I spent Friday afternoon, not the whole afternoon because I worked, but after work and I was out there just pulling weeds. It was beautiful. It was cool on Friday and I was out there pulling weeds. My nails were all chipped and full of dirt, but boy, don't you feel good? You just feel good when you're out there and your hands are in the dirt, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and now it looks fabulous. And I did move some of those beautiful cornflowers to that new back garden. Now. So, but yeah, it feels good, but there's always more to do, right? It never ends, but that's okay. Cause we, it makes me feel good too. Anything outside a hand in the dirt makes me feel fabulous. That's why toes in the sand are always good too. <laughs> that's what I say. Um, so I found a little thing about astrologically uh, the summer solstice this year. So I kind of thought it would be kind of fun to go through these things. Um, first of all, it talks about, you know, that it's a, a, a delightfully powerful celestial event. And it vibrates with joy, happiness, good fortune, and success, which pretty much is what all the things we've been talking about. Um, and then it talks about the sun moving into the astrological sign of cancer. And some folks believe that acknowledging the celestial event enhances one's spiritual progress, which, okay. So we've talked about all this stuff, which I think is interesting because we've already talked about all this. And this is what they're saying, you know, astrologically speaking. Um, you know, it also talks about rituals, spells, meditations, Ceremonies, magical bonfires, picnics, festivals, and the setting of specific intentions can be part of today's activity or this time of year. I don't think it really has to be today, but um, it talks about the sun and cancer, and it's all about new beginnings, the roots of matter, home, emotional well-being, protection of hearth and home, growth, understanding, mediumship, intuition, the flow. Prayers and good things are often answered. That's cool. Primary colors are blue and white. You know, I wouldn't have guessed that. That's kind of interesting, too, I think. Um, And then it talks about the moon in Aries, which talks about the beginnings of raw energy, speed, strength, new insights, initiative, self-discovery, banishing that which stands in your way. And their primary colors are red, gold, orange. Um... And finally, the moon is in Lunar Mansion 1, 
which means good for traveling, healing, doing business, and gardening. Okay, gardening. So, and there's a lot more. Uh, you know, I can put this this link um, in our chat room too. But yeah, it's just pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, a lot of the things we've already talked about, and I really hadn't read this whole thing until just now. I, I found it, and I thought we would talk about it. And because we've talked about so much of us, but so much of it, but I put the link on the chat room so everybody can go have a little look. But yeah, so there's a lot of things happening astrologically speaking as well mm-hmm. during this time, and it's different every year, right? Depending on what the where we are in the astrological universe, you know, right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with our tea ceremonies coming up because I'd like to incorporate this. And we've done uh, ceremonies with different be- uh, beverages. Like we've had the, uh, I made spicy hot chocolate for the winter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the winter solstice. And, um, you know, that was really, that was really awesome too. But it, you know, you kind of wonder is the energy of what's going on astrologically also mixing with what we did last night, you know, with this meditation and, you know, coming together, we sit in a circle, uh, we're drinking this tea made from plants and herbs out, you know, in our gardens and this magical honey and, you know, all these energies coming together, making this really profound experience. You know, you wonder how that might shift with the different, you know, the shifting of the astrology as we go throughout the year. So mm-hmm. it'll be kind of a fun Mm-hmm. fun journey to take and see what happens. I'm sure that the tea and the honey really kind of opens things up anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be cool. Very good. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it's so fun. This is a fun time of year, but we've also said this about winter solstice. So I think any of these things can be fun. You just shouldn't grudge them, you know, like in the winter, everybody says, Oh, it's dark, whatever, but there's a lot of good things that come out of that. And then in the, in the summer, I'm sure there's a lot of people that say, oh, but it's, you know, hot and whatever. But wow, the energy is amazing. There's all kinds of new beginnings and it's amazing. You know, I know I keep saying amazing. Okay, I'll look for another adjective. <laughs> you know, well, I fabulous. think it's just, it's just finding the, the benefit mm-hmm. in wherever you're at. You know, so mm-hmm. if we're in the summer solstice, finding the benefit of that. Even if you're not a summer person, you're not a hot right. person. You know, there's a lot of people that live in the northern climates here because they like the cold, yeah. you know. And so that's that's great, you know. So find the benefit anyway somehow in, the, you know, the summer heat with, you know, the solstice. And then the same thing with winter. If you're not a fan of the darkness and not a lot of light, you know, still finding a way to have, you know, benefit with the winter solstice. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to find the benefits and do your best wherever you're at because, mm-hmm. well, I guess if you don't like it, you should change it then. Uh, find a way to change it. So mm-hmm. if you can. Set some new intentions. This is the second half of this year. So let's, it's time to set those new things that you would like to see yourself accomplish this year, perhaps, you know. So, yep. yeah. So, you know, just cool beans. I mean, it's just, it's just a cool time of year, magical enjoy it i guess is my my deal enjoy it you know just have fun one of the things that i wanted to do tonight so and i we should have time to do it um once we get out there i don't know if it'll line up with the sunset since that's so close to the time of our show being done but right. it's to have a fire tonight because yeah. that's one of the things too to celebrate the mm-hmm. solstice is to have a fire on the mm-hmm. solstice and so we'll go outside and have a fire tonight 
and and celebrate the the solstice that way because it's all about fire energy right now, right? The mm-hmm. sun energy is full on fire energy, but then also balancing that with water. And we've talked about water and you know going to the lake mm-hmm. or you know finding a place that you can sit and and see water, you know watch water, hear water mm-hmm. flowing maybe in a river or something. And so finding a way to balance because too much fire is also not good either. Yeah. You know, because no. anything in too much is probably not a good idea, but you know, so finding a way to find balance, you know, so if you have a fire at your cabin and you're by the lake, hey, that's even, that's even better. Balanced out, but, yeah. And if you can't do a fire outside tonight, light a candle. See, I have my candle lit Yeah, absolutely. Here. Not so, everybody has a fire pit or right. a place yep. to have a fire safely. So yeah, light a candle or, mm-hmm. you know, you could watch, um, I know they, they show on, online. I don't know exactly where I could look it up, um, but I saw some of it today with the summer solstice celebrations at Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. And there's other places around the world that will share, you know, their video live stream of mm-hmm. whatever celebration they're having for the solstice. You know, and there's different uh, different places around the world that are celebrating in their own unique way. And I know there's some pyramids uh, having celebrations, not um, down in... Um, Central America, mm-hmm. they'll have some celebrations too with um, the Mayan ruins and things like that. So, you know, there's different things that you can participate in without actually being there. So mm-hmm. if you can't light a fire and you can't get outside because you're working or whatever, maybe you can lie, you know, stream something uh, that has been going on in an area that you'd like to visit someday or you've been to at one mm-hmm. point that you wish to, you know, bring back some some fun memories. So, you can always participate in summer solstice activities that way as well. Absolutely. Well, and you know what's what another thing I find interesting is is the summer solstice is really celebrated around the world in many different cultures. And, you know, we talk about Stonehenge and all the stone circles that the Celts have made, but um and the Druids. But you know, even here in America, the native the native peoples have been celebrating summer solstice forever too. I mean, there are, are some spots uh around the western states that they feel are many in comparison to stonehenge not quite as big but you know they talk about you know i think um somewhere in montana at the top of one of the of one of the bluffs they have like an actual circles and it's kind of like made in the same fashion as stonehenge in the stone circles across the water and they're old really old you know so thousands of year old thousands of year old years old um you know and they still do you know they used to do the sundance the dakota peoples did the sundance on the so near the solstice i i do think they still do some some of that although i think a lot of it's been outlawed but i mean every culture you know the norse do it you know the norse gods and i mean just everywhere so it is something that's worldwide so I don't think you have to follow any of them, but you need to follow your own intuition and do what feels good to you. And do some, do some Sorry. meditation. Oh, what's that? And do some meditation, too. Oh, for sure. Well, like I'm telling you that last night that meditation we did was mm-hmm. Outer Limits. And mm-hmm. I'd love to do, I, we talked about this, I'd love to do meditation, guided meditation here, um, because I think it would be interesting and we don't have to be quiet because it's not a seance so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah better yeah, exactly uh, right right um 
yeah, so I was talking about some of the some of the indigenous peoples here in America, but so I found it and there's an arrangement of stones built several hundred years ago by Plains Indians at the top of Wyoming's Bighorn Mountains and is a tribute to the summer solstice. The medicine wheel with a diameter of 80 feet aligns with the solstice sunrise and sunsets. At the center is a donut-shaped pile of stones, a cairn, connected to a rim, the rim of the outer circle by 28 spokes of stones. Six more stone cairns are arranged around the circle, most large enough to hold a sitting human. Each orients a person to certain places on the distant horizon that indicate where the sun rises or sets on the summer solstice. The structure is only reachable during the summer months as it was built on top of a mountain range at 9,642 feet high. Wow. That would be a cool place to see. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking it up and I see this image and it's really... Um, it's cool. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 this goes on to say that between 70 and 150 of these wheels have been identified in South America, or excuse me, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. Wow. That's awesome. It re- yeah. They represent 7,000 years of Native American cultural adaptation to their landscape. Cool beans. I would like hmm. to go there. I would like to see that. Well, at nine thousand feet. I know. Good I'm luck. Not sure. That'd be a long. That'd be a heck of a climb, wouldn't it? Oof. Not well, sure these old knees could take it. <laughs> well, no. And can you drive up in any of it? I don't know. Like I don't know anything about it, so I I wonder yeah. how you get there. Can you drive up some of it? I would hope so. Well, I imagine back in the day, maybe they took a whole month to get there. You know what I mean? I, I'm guessing that they started in the spring and made it up there for the summer solstice. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that I would make sense. how much you know? time they have without snow. I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. I just think that's amazing. But yeah, cool. And there's, you know, like we said, some, between 70 and 150 more. I mean, much smaller scale, but same kind of same kind of thing. So. Very awesome. So they're right here in North America as well. Um, yeah, cool. I mean, it's just amazing. There's so much information out on the internet too. If anyone's interested in looking it up, just look it up. It's it's fun what you find out when you just type in summer solstice traditions and you know rituals and stuff. And wow, the things that it comes up with are just totally amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting to see what's out there. And even, you know, you wonder what's not too far away either. You know, I mm-hmm. think of Wyoming. It's like, I'm probably not going to Wyoming anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So I might do a little bit more research around, you know, what's here. Closer. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, not far anyway. Mm-hmm. So, well, South Dakota isn't very far. It'd be fun to know where they are in South Dakota, you know. I mean, yeah. it could be like right right across the border for all we know, you know, um, for Minnesota anyway for those of us in Minnesota, but it's just a fun time of year. So we should, you know, everybody get out there now and watch the sun go down. If you're in the, if you're not in the Eastern time zone, cause it's already went down for those of you out there, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, but for those of us further West, we still have time to see that sunset tonight. Yep. If we hurry. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. It really is with the summer energy and the light and the, 
you know, just that extra, that idea of courage, extra courage and feeling like you can take some risks. It is a good time to go out and explore and mm-hmm. go places that you've never been before and mm-hmm. try new things and mm-hmm. visit new places. So, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely. Um, so we should give a plug to our sibling show, The Calling Radio Show, and they are on tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. And tomorrow night, they will be talking about paranormal disappearances. Ooh. I know, right? That that should be a little interesting. Not sure what they're talking about. Paranormal disappearances. Intriguing. I know. I know. So everybody just have a listen. I'm sure Jerry and Kimmy will come up with some really fun stuff to talk about. So... <laughs> Maybe they'll talk about Bigfoot carrying away women. You know, that's kind of a paranormal disappearance. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. But it should be, I thought maybe Jerry would take the bait and write write a little bit about what they were going to talk about tomorrow night. But no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably not even listening. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I don't. No comment. No comment. He's listening. He's usually listening. Um, So here's, I have to share this funny, uh, since you just mentioned paranormal, it made me think of what happened this morning. Mm -hmm. And and then the follow-up was this afternoon. And so this morning I was getting my my newsletter ready to go out because it's summer solstice, right? And so I had my newsletter and I was getting it, you know, finished typing it up so I could send it out. And my light in my, I have my office slash workroom, right? Mm -hmm. And the overhead light went off. And then it turned back on and then it went off and turned back on Did it three times. And I thought, well, that's interesting because it's a switch over on the wall on the other side of, you know, it's not even in the same room. It's on the opposite wall of the next room. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And so me, I assumed it was a ghost. (laughs) So I thought, oh, okay, well, someone's here. And I didn't even think anything of it. Mm -hmm. And then this afternoon, everybody's getting home from, you know, work and Keegan gets home and his room is down here. He's down mm-hmm. in the lower level as well, which is where I, my work room is. And he comes up and he said, oh, my, my light wasn't working right this morning. Oh. Now it doesn't come on at all. And I said, well, that's weird. My light down there was kind of going off and on when I was down there. And Tim said, well, did anybody check the breaker? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I went down and checked the breaker. And yeah, it, tripped. it tripped. And I thought, well, that's interesting because I just assumed it was a ghost. <laughs> that was it. And I know better than that. I know it wouldn't, but I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it. Plus I was kind of in a hurry. So I'm like, oh yeah, sure. It's a ghost. See ya. I got to go because yeah. I had to get into work. And uh-huh. it was not a ghost. It was the breaker, I'm sure, from the storm last night. Something. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, it's all yeah. good. It's all good. <laughs> well, I was going to say maybe it was a power outage because with everyone having their AC on yesterday, there were a couple of power spikes, you know, and... You know, I didn't think about it at the time. I do kind of think we still need a new thermostat. But ours, our thermostat, I mean, our air conditioner, was just, it was like, I don't know, 70 degrees in here, which is too cold for me. You know, we keep it at like 75. And I'm like, this thing just doesn't go off. And the temperature on there said, I don't know, like 77. And I took out my millimeter, <laughs> right, because it has a thermometer on it. And it said like 70. And I'm like okay, well, we just got to shut it off for a minute. So I wonder if there just wasn't spikes. Today, no, it was working fine, you know? And then it was fine. You know, we just set it up a little bit. But um, yeah, weirdness, weirdness. 
I do have a call in for them to come out and check on it, by the way. Just but that's a good idea. But there was a lot of different spikes. That's why I thought, well, maybe that's what tripped your breaker too. Yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe it was something with the storm last night because mm. everything was working fine before then. That could be um, too. So I don't know. But yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but know. yeah, isn't that funny? So how do you know what the temperature is? Well, you take out the millimeter. I do that all the time. <laughs> and I do it at work too when I have to tell my landlord like, hey, something's not right here. And I'll screenshot my millimeter mm-hmm. so that they can see I'm not joking. Like it's really this temperature in here. It's 86 degrees in here, whatever. Upstairs at my old space, it would get so hot up there. And so I would have to screenshot my millimeter, you know, take a picture of it so that I could show them like mm-hmm. it really is 86. I'm not being dramatic here. I'm not saying it was hot in your upstairs studio. I remember being there. It was times. a lot. It got hot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. upstairs. I know. Well, yeah, paranormal investigator would have one of those, right? <laughs> yep. They come in handy for all sorts of reasons. They do. <laughs> they do. Well, and I have this really old, uh, it came from my grandpa, actually. And on the top, there it's like an old-fashioned thermometer. And then the middle is like a barometer. And then I, I think the humidity is on there somewhere, too. But it's so old, you know. And I think on there it said, like, 69 or something. I'm like, oh, it can't be really that cold in here. So then that's when I got out the millimeter, you know. But it was pretty close, you know. So, yeah, interesting. <laughs> it's just a ghost. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, sure. I love <laughs> I gotta it. got to go. <laughs> Well, wow. So this has been fun. So everyone, you know, we're just we're just going to vanish and run out there and watch that sunset on this beautiful summer solstice day here in the land of 10,000 lakes. It's almost it's about two minutes left before the end of the hour. Well, next week, next week for our show. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier, you know, we were thinking of doing a um, guided meditation and Mm -hmm. You know, tonight we wanted to talk about the summer solstice, but, you know, some of what we want to do next week is kind of continue on this, mm-hmm. a little bit of this journey and do uh, do some kind of meditation next week uh, for mm-hmm. you guys. So you can join us and and just listen in and mm-hmm. we'll do a, a little guided meditation as well for continuing the summer solstice journey here yeah. uh, to see what we can help you open up or who you might be able to connect to in uh, the guided meditation. Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. And then we'll talk about meditation too, you know, and, we and you lead these meditations all the time. So you're really good at it. You know, I try to be good at meditation, but it just doesn't happen very often. So no. I'm very it's, thankful when I'm with people who can do this. <laughs> it's more just a, you know, practice. Anything mm-hmm. needs practice. And so mm-hmm. when someone it's says true. I'm not good at it, it's like, well, do you do it often enough? Yeah, that no, you can, I don't. You know, that's the right. thing. And that's yeah. okay. Cause it's not everybody's yeah. jam either. So, right. So, but anyway, well, here we go. The music is playing. So thank you all for listening in and happy solstice. And for those of you who are uh, in our, in the service and um, our troops who are listening, thank you for your service and um, please be safe. Yes. And thank you to everybody. You know, it's funny. We have this pile of people in the chat room and hardly any comments. Nobody. Because <laughs> every uh, ceiling cat said it's too hot <laughs> to comment. Heck I know. Probably is. <laughs> so, but thanks for being in the chat room anyway. Yeah. Even if you're just listening, I t- we totally appreciate you guys. And everybody out there listening, wherever you are, we just love having you join us every week and gather around the metaphysical mm-hmm. table. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, Para X, for hosting our show because, again, we love being here. And Sarge, our most amazing producer, pulling it all together. Thank you so much, and we look forward to being back next week. 
Yes. Good night.